Give us right. our money plus interest. Right. We'll figure Sweet. everything else out. Welcome to another episode of the Brothers Who Talk with Terry and AD. This podcast is about men talking about everyday shenanigans, the stuff that makes us mad, to the topics that concern why in the world do these guys have a podcast. Let's get to it. All right. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Welcome to another episode or taping thereof of the uh, Brothers Brothers Who Talk, Brothers of Legacy, Brothers Who Talk. Uh, podcast. What's going on? I hope you're having a great uh, day. We have a great show lined up for you. Um, we have a returning uh, yeah. co-host, a returning man of the hour, half hour, because this dude has all kinds of issues. I think he's suffering from anxiety or something. I'm not really sure what's going on, but we're going to be glad to have him back. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you if, you, if you don't follow this guy on Facebook. Yes. I need for you to stand by and stand back. And <laughs> 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 contemplate life for 2.5 seconds. This dude is amazing. But we'll get into all that. But we're not gonna, you know, even hype him up now. He ain't, you know, he ain't pie yet till we go. <laughs> all right. So yeah, if you guys have been watching this show for as long as we've been doing it, you know, the first thing I normally ask uh, on this episodes is how was your week? AD, how was your week, brother? Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I I don't I I don't understand how this whole school closing thing works. <laughs> so, allegedly, <laughs> there was some hurricane, and I know Zeta, and then you know, uh, they actually got a Zeta. Anyone that's been affected by that, so I'm not I'm not diminishing nor clowning that. So yeah. <laughs> before you come at me like, you shout know. out to LA, shout out to Louisiana. Um, right, right. So they got affected. So they shut everything down. Um, and the, our school district, I'm in Georgia, um, you know, but but it got downgraded to a tropical storm. You know, so it wasn't even like her. It wasn't even big dog hurricane any longer. It was a tropical storm. Oh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. So and they closed school. We had a couple yeah, of night. And I looked outside in the morning. I'm like, uh, yeah, these kids could be in school right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm baffled, boggled, and I don't understand. See, I'm from New York, where in New York, nothing happens till the morning time. <laughs> when morning comes, that's when decisions are made. <laughs> they don't make stuff at night unless a storm is coming. Like you see snow coming down hard. Like you know what? We're just gonna close school for tomorrow because it looked like it's gonna be bad. You know. But yeah, yeah. So. I'm a little uh, perplexed <laughs> uh, and a little annoyed at it, you know, because it's just crazy. Like, I get it. I get the safety. But wait till the morning. Like old school. When we used to watch the TV, like, oh, snap, waiting for my school to come up. <laughs> wait, waiting for the school name to come up. Maybe like, you're scrolling like, okay, okay, here for my school. No, it's not on there. <laughs> so that's all. That's all I'm saying. That's it. What about you, Terry? What's going on? Uh-oh. Can't hear you. Can't hear you. You got you on mute. So yeah, um, my week has been good. Uh, you will get into that tell like tell them you're mad, but <laughs> but that's my mad. That's my mad at school. I just went ahead and, and just just let it you out. Tell them mad. Man, so, since we're going we're, we're going right into telling why you're mad. Here, here, okay, the you know you know how people say mm-hmm. hate hate is taught. Mm-hmm. Right, I just talk. It's like you know, kids don't come out of the womb hating. Right. I have an instance where my boss, well, one of my bosses, his son, who is three, same age as my uh, son, mm-hmm. they went to day, they went to daycare together. So I used to work at the daycare. So every time he saw me, it was Mister Terry, Mister Terry, you know, and you know, every time he saw me, he gave me knuckles and all of that. Right. There was an incident that happened with the, his son and him uh, and it, I think it was an issue of race and he's very smart for three. And so now he saw me today or no, uh, two days ago. Okay. And now he went and acknowledge my presence. Mm. He actually now shivers in a corner when he sees me. Wow. When I give me, when I give me knuckle, nothing. Wow. And I was like, and so I looked at my boss and I said, how how did he go from? Every time he saw me, he gave me knuckle. 
and what's up and hey Terry and that's all he said right and now he shivers in a corner when he sees me wow he's three Mm -hmm. you can't tell me that he has something he picked up at, at, at school or whatever that stuff he's taught of course you know he's he's you know, I'm not gonna say that, but yeah, he is a T T supporter. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Um, so that's why I, I looked at him and I'm, I'm said, I said, I'm just gonna, you know, stand back, stand by, stand by. You know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, hey, stop teaching your kids to hate. Right. They babies, right? That's one of the things that really that really made me mad, and then. AD knows my personal story that I had last night. I had to call him up and vent. <laughs> it, it was it was that heated. Uh, the level of greed that people are on are, is is mind numbing. It's mind numbing. Like <laughs> you holding down forty grand a month, but you you sell my car off money to me. Like, like yeah. but we're gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on ahead and digress right there. <laughs> don't digress. Don't digress. <laughs> yeah. That's North Carolina right there. You heard I said, go ahead. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's so why I'm mad. Your world, Jay. Bruh. What's up? What's on your world, man? What's going on? What's, what's hey, man, you know, I'm I'm not really mad. I'm reserving my anger for next week after the elections. <laughs> I'm stocking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Get ready for anything. Um, I'm actually kind of shocked, man. AB was talking about school, and I'm up here like cancer in school because uh, COVID 19 I shut all that down from North Carolina, so yeah, right. Um, yeah, go actually, we do, we're doing the virtual school, yeah. We still, well, we no, we're we're still virtual. Oh, okay, okay, we're still, we're we're like half and half. They got some going, and then some virtual. We decided to keep our kids in, you know, because we're here, and I don't want, I don't know what's out there, so I just said, you know, you're actually here. So, my thing is. How you close and you can still do virtual. Ah, now I understand. I got you. I got you. Yeah, man. I'm, I I, you. You know, I go for runs in the morning and I was taking okay. my run this morning. I saw the school bus pulling in and I was like, man, I haven't seen a school bus in a long time. <laughs> I I like. in to, the, to the school that's right like. by my house. Right. It was 0. 0.0 kids on that. <laughs> the bus driver just getting that check. He looked at me like, <laughs> Get your money. Yeah, right. man. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what. I don't I don't know, man. I, I my 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 son who's in preschool, he goes, I see a bus every morning, so I don't forget how it looks. But geez, I'll tell you what, man. Um yeah, man, the weeks, and I'm like Jay, we're getting ready to get into election season. And I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to go ahead and introduce him, because if you haven't listened to the podcast before, and right. you don't know who we got yes, on the roster today, this is my man, a hundred grand, Jay Hamilton McCoy. Listen, man, I need for you guys to go ahead and stop what you're doing. Go ahead and put the ta- put this tape on pause. Hit the pause button. I want you to go to Facebook, and I want you to go ahead and follow this dude. Listen, the commentary that he brings on his podcast. Sometimes I, I can just sit. Yes, indeed. I could just sit and watch, read his post all day. Like this boy ain't got no sense. Right, and he's an attorney, and he's an attorney. So you guys know he is an attorney. So that means he's smart, right? Um, he, 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 I can he argue. Going, I can argue anything. I guess. Yeah, he is going to be the next Supreme Court justice. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm, I'm, because yes. at least he tried some cases. You know, you should be excited. Like, you know what? I actually got an opportunity. A shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I feel a lot yeah. about my opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. He cleans up. He cleans up real well. Real snazzy dresser down there. Um, so Jay, welcome aboard again, man. Glad yes. you're glad you're here. Glad it's you're always here. a pleasure to be with y'all, man. Always, uh, you know. So um, time is coming. Go ahead, AD. Yes. So we, we I had I'm, I'm bringing you back on because um you kind of been on a rant about a, a lot of things, um and then we we kind of spoke about uh like reparations and the universal health care, um. And the possibility of and the uh, UBI, the the universal basic income. Um, so those are the things I kind of wanted to cover today and kind of talk about, and the possibility of how to make that happen. Now the UBI did some more research, and I dug into dug into Andrew Yang and how we would pay for that. So we can talk about that as well. Um, but first, 
let's tackle let's do healthcare. <laughs> let's do that one first. Oh. I got Medicaid. I got Medicaid. Let, do yeah. I no. let, let's, well, let, let me tell you. Let me tell you. Okay, so, you know, I'm a fan of the show and I was a fan Appreciate of the show. I, I'm still a fan of the show. And I love the fact that we bring all types of black men together to give opinions and thoughts. Yep. So just to give people a little backstory on my Facebook page, I seen everybody going off on Ice Cube. I seen people talking about who's better, Trump or Biden for black people and all this stuff. And what I came down to is I was like, I wonder if we can just have a 10 point plan of items that black America in general right. Right. will be behind. This is a precursor yes. to a super PAC for black people. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we can't wait until the week before an election and be like, but I got this contract with black America. You, yeah. you can't do it. Right. right. And expect yeah. that you're going to get a result by anybody except for somebody who don't have a plan. Right. right. <laughs> so, so you exactly. just can't do it. Right. Um, the, the second thing about it is, I don't know if you all have read the contract for black America. It's not bad. Right. Like it's not bad. No. The problem, though, is 60 percent of it is already in bills that are sitting on the Senate's desk because Mitch McConnell ain't going to sign that. And he ain't giving it to President Trump to sign. So um, it's, it's not that it's a bad idea. It's that you have to learn how to navigate this space of politics. And politics, right. everybody know, it's a dirty business, right? Yeah, dirty. That's why you have to have a plan. You can't just go in arbitrary, like, oh, I'm going to walk up to Washington and see if I can get a double cheeseburger. No, no, no. Yeah. Be living with <laughs> so so the, the way that you do this is you plan well in advance, right? right? Right. We need to organize as a community because black people aren't even agreed on what it is that we want to prioritize. Right. Right. So <laughs> what I said was, was that it's so much. It's, it's that's so how much. racism works, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's how right. Racism right. works. Right. So, so my whole thing is let's start somewhere. You have to start somewhere. Right. Anytime yeah. that you are designing a new plan or a new course, right. the first thing you do is brainstorm. Right. What yes. do we want? Right. right. Yeah. It's a wish list. It doesn't yeah. mean we're going to go fight for everything that's on the list. Right. Right, it means right. we need a starting point of all the things that black people in America feel like need to happen. Yes. Now, the emphasis that I put in here was on reparations, right? right. Because right. it came up four, four, five, five or six three. times, you know, <laughs> carry the one, right. give or yeah. take, you know. Like, but this whole concern to me uh, of mine is all of our issues really can be solved. I can solve my own issues if I get the money to do it, right? Yeah, right. And it's not that I'm not owed the money. It's like my family is owed this money. We were <laughs> plowing the fields. We yeah, built right. America for right. you. Yeah. Uh, and this money is overdue. Now, right. this is what's interesting. When I was watching the show, you always hear a lot of people, usually white people, who give excuses about why reparations can't work. It would bankrupt the economy. Right. Well, maybe right. you should have thought about that before you build an economy on slavery, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, so the, the whole right. thing about it is, I'm I don't sorry, think bro. it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna bankrupt the economy at no, all. I think what will happen is it shifts the power. Yes. So now it's no longer white supremacy and white dominated. Right. It right. shifts the power to black people. That's why they don't want you having it, right? Right. right. Um, the second thing is. For black people, I think we have been conditioned, and I no no disrespect to anybody who's on the show, but I think we have been conditioned sometimes to deem lower value than what we deserve. Right? Yeah. We do it in jobs every day. We'll oh, yeah. go and be like, "Well, they offering me, you know, fifty thousand, and then you find out two years later, the white dude who doing the same thing you doing making one hundred twenty, right?" right. Right, but you took it because it was sixty thousand. Who in my family ever had sixty right. thousand? And, and and a lot of times you you go to you go to Bob and you're like, yo Bob, how you get that hundred twenty? Oh, I just asked. Yeah, <laughs> just ding ding ding. I just asked for it. Yeah. Like, not, it wasn't even racism. It's just yeah. I asked. This, <laughs> this is what we do, right? And and I'm I'm not talking about us all collectively, but I right. think right. these these systems aren't designed for our benefit. So what we do is we look at what we want to be at instead of sometimes focusing on what the market commands. And when we look at what we want, we're like, well, nobody in my family's ever made 60. So if I make 60, I'm a hero. I can do so much. I'm killing it on 30, right? I'm going to make it. You know how we stretch. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to kill it on 30. I'll kill it with 60. Right. But the problem is at some point in, in our development in this country, we have to adopt the American mindset of charge the value, the reasonable value for what you are worth. Right. And what they tell you anytime that you go out to these programs is, Look at the market. What are people who do what you do making? Right. right. Sometimes the geography makes a difference. Maybe there's a locality bump in the pay. Yeah. So 
When it comes to something like reparations, the scariest thing is that it's forcing not just white people, but black people to assess a dollar value for what your family's contribution to this country was. And can't nobody tell me that we don't have that coming to us. This, This is something that we... America was built on slavery. I mean that. When we got here, the first thing that people did when they got here, the Spanish brought slaves, right? In yeah. in 18, I think it was 1856, I mean, not 18, with, oh, with 1586, I'm getting them messed up. 1586, they bring African slaves to Florida, right? Yeah. Then Europeans saw that happen and was like, oh, we want to get in on this. So they came, they established stuff. They tried to make it work on their own. It didn't work. They had to kill the Native Americans to take their land, right? Yeah. And then once they got the land, they were like, oh, shoot, we killed the people who know how to farm. Right. So <laughs> what are we going to do? And right. this whole concept was they saw what the Spanish were doing and how affluent the right. Spanish colonies were. So they mm-hmm. said, we want to get in on it, too. And right. as of 1619, they went out, got them some slaves and started using us for the labor. We made everything from the food that sustained the country. We built the buildings that the country uses. A lot of people don't know. Benjamin Banneker designed Washington, D.C. by hand. Right. You you can't go through D.C. and see that level of craftsmanship and not think a black person had touched that and had fingerprints all over that. Right. It's just beautiful. Right. Benjamin Banneker built this by hand. Benjamin Banneker also is the same guy who made a clock. People won't even tell in time until Benjamin Banneker. made time right so my my whole concept here is in order for people to live let alone we ain't even talking about cotton and textiles and how that made america a superpower in order for people to even get started here they had to depend on slave labor Mm -hmm. then what white people like to conveniently forget sometimes is what was the source of financial capital in those days it was banks that insured slave ships. It was insurance companies. It was banks that held the money that was made from the results of the slave trade. Right. So everything that we know, even New York Bay, everything we know is right. started from slavery. Right. And yeah. they know that there's a value. There's a price that right. you have to pay at some point if you're going to be the land of the free, home of the brave, or if you're going to have a place that is by, for, and of the government that's by for and of the people right. and yeah. you preach liberty, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mm-hmm. These are, are concepts that they wanted because they were being taxed without representation right. while they had slaves who had no voice at the table. Right. So all we're saying is that's cool. Y'all got the 400 year advantage, right? but right. we need our money plus interest, right? <laughs> Give us right. our money plus interest. We'll figure everything else out. Mm-hmm. You know, we always here for handouts. You know, we're always proving that we're not. You know, so ask for it is us asking for handouts. And then some like to mis- mis- misconstrue the fact that they say welfare was our reparations, which in mm. fact, you know, that's not true. Absolutely. You know, it's not true. Everybody took part in that. Um, yeah. So it's, I think it's the, the, the fear of, it's the, the value, the fear of looking like you want a handout. Um, and I think, <laughs> I, I think that's just, and a lot of, of our people that are comfortable, you know, they're financially straight. Ding, ding, <laughs> ding, like, ding. We don't need that. <laughs> yeah. Whereas the people in the, in the hood, like, we need We that. need it. Right. Can I get all of that? Listen, I think we need, as far as reparations are concerned, I think that we as black folk need to go ahead and, like, like Jay said, get a plan and hire J.G. Wentworth because we know why, right? <laughs> because it's our money and we want it now. <laughs> Can we go ahead and get that? But I, I'm, I'm also in agreement with Jay too as far as um, I don't think that it will bankrupt the economy. I've heard a lot of people say that. That, well, we give, if we gave you guys, you know, you know, 1.2 million, all the black people, we, the country would go broke. I don't, don't think so. As long as the, the money presses are working, I don't think it never be broke. But. <laughs> right. Are right. y'all still selling houses? Are y'all still selling cars? Are right. is Jordan mm-hmm. still being made? Like, right. Right. like, like come on. So, right. so let me let me tell you something about a handout. Right. Okay. The Break funny thing about a handout is a handout can also be holding your community back too. Right. 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 So the whole thing about is we've been held back for so long that we don't even know what it's like to feel free, if that makes sense. We don't know what it's like. Um, And so what we are doing is trying to set up financial freedom because we know in America, that is the way to ascertain what you are able to do. Um, The concept is 
is is very revolutionary to people who feel like, like you said, who are comfortable, right? Because if you have, despite all of this stuff America threw at you, and I'm not taking anything against uh, away from them, if you have made it in a way that you are successful, your kids eating, your family good, you may not want to disrupt the status quo because the status yeah. quo is working for you, right? Yeah. But for those of us, for those of us who, who you know, I'm doing well now, right? But right. I'm right. from the hood, like so. So I remember what it's like right. when people laughing at you because you ain't got no food and you ain't got no shoes and all right. that stuff. So it's like I don't want anybody, let alone anybody's kid, right. growing up in that kind of situation. Right. And if we don't have to, why would we? Like right. I'm not gonna turn my back. Right. On people who are in that situation now. Right. So exactly. reparations was one thing, right? The other thing that we all seem to universally come behind is, is universal health care, right? Yeah. Now, first thing people tell you about black people in healthcare is they love to jump on the fact that we've got health disparities and they try right. to blame us, right? Right. Right. It's your diet, it's your stress, right? You're working too hard, right? Yeah. Not exercising enough. Right. It's y'all. It's y'all. Right. right. That's what they try to tell yeah. us. Right. right. Yeah. But nobody ever stops to assess why is it that a freaking orange costs more than liquor in the hood? Like, why is that? Right? <laughs> uh, so, so because things have been I'll inflated for our communities, things of value yeah. uh, have have been inflated for our community. We don't often have access to the things that we need. We we get McDonald's. Right. They'll put three McDonald's on the same block. We'll get them, yeah. Right. Yeah. And yeah. McDonald's, they say, oh, well, we're doing for y'all because we hiring y'all. But how much money you making paying them kids? Right. Yeah. Hour, right. Yeah. So whack Arnold. I like they should. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody is out here making money. And I and I want black people to realize if you don't take anything else away from what I'm telling you, I want black people to realize we are the engine that makes this country run. It right. is our creativity. Right. It's our athletics. It's our academics. It's right. every we built it, right? Right. right? George Washington Carver was freaking rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> rich, right? That dude's yeah. intelligent. Like yeah. I, I just feel like we get gypped. The reason we don't have money is because we couldn't get patents. It was right. illegal to teach us how to read. Yeah. So yeah. all of that stuff America needs to atone for. And right. there's a couple yeah. ways that this can go. I think what we are seeing right now is the black community has already found a way to create uh, solidarity, right? Mm -hmm. And our solidarity right now is behind ending police brutality. Right. All we're asking for so far is don't kill us. And that's a problem, right? That's so right, like, nope, right, right, we're gonna right. kill you more. You got right. the president out here spraying people with, with um, tear gas on right. the way to a church of all places, right? right? With right. the upside so, down Bible, yeah. Right. Exactly. So if, if our life, if, if our lives are not worth the value in America's eyes, Right. then I am nervous about where this path takes us because the people I grew up around, right. they're not going to wait forever, right? <laughs> right. right? And I would much rather they get the people in the White House than get me, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> so so yeah. at some point, you know, everybody's going to eat. People right. going to eat regardless, right? right. So yeah. I, I just want us to do it in a way, at least if nothing else, that we can check a box and say, Jesse told us. He, to he yeah. told us what to do. We didn't want to do it. Now do everything's it. on fire, but right. yeah. he told us. Um, right. So universal health care. Everybody yeah. talks about it. Have you all noticed that whenever people talk about universal health care, they automatically jump to China, Venezuela, yeah. Yeah. like countries yeah. that are socialist, that were that had issues with functionality before right. any Period. of the health care issues even right. came up. <laughs> right. Right. Nobody talks about countries like Switzerland, right. Germany. Canada. Canada, yeah, England, like nobody talks about those right. because those are examples of where it is working. Right now, does it mean it's perfect? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely right. But I think that most people, if they could just see a doctor once a year for a physical and a checkup, right. would yeah. avoid seventy percent of the issues that they got to deal with from junk. Right. And I think people who have insurance, it's a privilege because right. now, you know, I tell you, when I got my job, yeah. they had insurance. Yeah. The first time I went to a doctor and I was like, so what's this copay looking like? And he's like, oh, 15 bucks. <laughs> oh, oh, I got 15 bucks. Yeah, I got that. Yeah. Be back I got tomorrow. That. Right. I'm going to see the doctor every year now. Like, right. I got right. 15 bucks. Right. But when I ain't have insurance, it was like, <sighs> right. All right, sir, that's going to be 687. <laughs> and 15 cents. 
Right. Do I have to have it right now? (laughs) No, no. Listen, Jay, you know, without insurance, sometimes you're like, "Uh, we need this money up front. We need this paid first. And then we get you with another bill like, oh, yeah, this is the workup we did afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was made me nervous. It's when I went to the doctor's office Mm -hmm. uh, and they always have to sign up at the cashier's uh, desk and they would say uh, payment is uh, required before uh, the service of the render. Right, right, right. And you're like, oh, crap. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't have my wallet or nothing. Right. But yeah, I don't, I, I never could understand why we always, as soon as somebody mentioned, like Jay said, when they mention healthcare, right. automatically, you know, mm-hmm. black people are what? We're predisposed to a lot of this stuff, like uh, right. lupus and diabetes and such. Um, but isn't Trump going to, Going to the office now, trying to abolish the uh, Affordable Care Act. Yeah, yes. yes. Is he trying to? I said that's gonna. That's, didn't that's something to do with pre-existing conditions, right? So if if I already have a heart problem, and you take my insurance away, right. and then you put something else in place of it, I don't get it because I got a pre-existing heart condition, right? And how that work? Well, I, I always like to go back to the beginning on Obamacare because people okay. conveniently get amnesia about what happened. Right. Yes. So we have to remember that when Obama first came into office, there were a couple things going on that were very important. Right. One, the country was in a recession. Right. We were right. horrible after George W. Bush. Right. Yeah. So first step is you got to fix this economy and get people back to work before you can fit focus on anything. Right. right. This man said, while I'm fixing the economy, I'm going to try this novel idea right. of trying to get universal health care passed. During a Republican-controlled Congress, yes, right. Yes. So the Republican-controlled Congress. I don't know if y'all remember Eric Cantor, uh-huh. Mitch McConnell, I remember the name. Yeah. Crew. <laughs> they, the party of no is what they used to call them because yep. as soon as Obama walk into the door, they start chanting no, right. no, no, <laughs> right. So Obama takes this plan, and the plan right. Trump talk about having a beautiful plan. Right. The plan was gorgeous. We talking about you get a public option. We right. talking about certain things are going to be universally covered. Right. It doesn't matter if you insured or not. You can right. always go get checked out. Yep. It right. was beautiful. And the yep. people who got upset about it were the people in health insurance. <laughs> it's like, you're going to cut into all revenue <laughs> right. having to compete against the government? I think not. Yes. Let me go and Mitch McConnell some, you know, plane tickets to the Philippines. Yep. You yeah. know, make sure him and his wife good. <laughs> we going to get all of this stuff. Right. So what happens is we get Obamacare, which he's still proud of, and it has right. great, great things in it. But it is a shell of what the plan was that right. he presented. Right. And yeah. then what they do is they use the limitations of the plan that they carved out. To put it on him to say, wow. we tried Obamacare, it's not working. Right. People, uh, yeah. People got to pay more for their premiums, of yeah. course, because you're in league with the people who are going to charge more for the premiums. Right. right. So yeah. the whole thing about this, I just want people to understand this is the politics is dirty. It's a cat and mouse game. Right. Yeah. And if you don't have money, the only right. thing of value that you have to contribute is your vote. Right. Yeah. Right. So, me voting by myself and knowing what's going on and not telling everybody else. Ain't right. gonna help. Right. We yeah. have to be unified, and that's why we need the ten point platform for what our organization, whatever that may be, is right. going to be. Now, yeah. the next thing about that is a ten point program. I don't want to just put Jesse McCoy's program up there right. because I don't speak for Black people, right? right? I want to go to the sources that have been doing this forever. Right. So what I did was I went to not just Ice Cube's contract, Black America. Right. I went to the NAACP. Right. I went to the Black Panther Party and their 10-point plan. Yeah. I looked at Black Lives Matter. I looked at everybody's plans, what everybody wanted, and tried to accumulate a master list. Because right. after you get the master list, right. then we all as a group have to vote on which things we want to prioritize. Right. And those will be the 10 things for this term. That means it can't change later. But for this four-year term we're going into, it means you need to have a street team of people. It's just like party promotion. Street team of people to get the word out and be spreading the word for everybody to say, yeah, yeah this is coming. This is good. This is coming. Right, 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 right. right. You need people who are going to be in Washington, which is my beef with Ice Cube, mm. call the Congressional Black Caucus before you do anything, because right. Joe Biden, as a candidate, ain't making a move if the Congressional Black Caucus ain't going right. to say, let's do it. Right. So I'm sure Joe Biden was like, hey, have y'all talked to Ice Cube? 
about this plan. They was like, who? <laughs> like, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to do it. Right? But, I mean, the Congressional Black Caucus, they've been doing this for years. Right. NAACP been doing this for years. Right. So talk to the people and find out first what's already being done, right? Good. And take that stuff out, right? <laughs> so so right. it's already being done. Cool. We'll wheel it down. Or go, or go or take what's already been done and what's on the table for Mitch to be signing and take that to social media like, hey, we got Absolutely. Bill 53694, we got Bill 28356, these bills need to be pushed. Y'all need to call your congress. You know, like, get out yeah. there and beat the streets. Like you said, beat the social media streets with all your following and then yeah. do your, go to all the talk show, Fox Soul, this, Wendy, whatever, and talk about the plan. Like, yeah. push these bills and make yeah. it, you know, Eddie, you we here. We here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This this is what I'm saying. Like, so so people have to know how kind of how Washington works. Right. right. And again, right. it's all about do you have money? Right. Do you have influence? Right. Do you have votes? Right. That's the three things that matter. Right. We until we get these reparations, we ain't gonna have the money that a pharmaceutical company or insurance company got. Right. right? That right. mean we might not have you know a, a LeBron here and there, right? But right. he ain't got pharmaceutical right. company money, right, right? Right, right, So the next step is we have to go and find out what's already being done and find out who who are our friends and who are who are not. Right. Washington is a weird place because just because somebody is against you or or across the aisle from you right. doesn't mean they can't be won over if they need you for something else, right? Right. So. Right. If if you know, I've had cases, and I've, I've been to uh, Congress to talk about our eviction diversion program, and there have been people who were on the other party who were interested in it, right? Okay. Because they got people in their state who are being evicted too. Right? So say so like, all right, well, how can we make this look good so I can get votes and, and keep right. my job, right? And my thing is, I'm not gonna write you off because you're another party. Right. I might look at you sideways and be like, okay, <laughs> let me assess, right? But I'm not gonna write you off because you're another party. Right. My my point is if if we send a representative as this super PAC to Washington, they're not here to be a Democrat or a Republican. They're right. here to represent the interests of black America, right? right? So if the interests of black America are such that we can get bipartisan relief, great. Now, there is a reason, well, there are plenty of reasons, but people need to understand, particularly because it's a voting season, there are reasons why Republicans do say and cater to the people that they cater to right. and why Democrats do say and cater to the people they cater to. Right. Republicans don't cater to black people. Why? Because they don't need you, right? They've already got from their, their homogeny is their benefit. They don't need to figure out, well, what do gay people want? What do black people want? Right. What do, you know, uh, Latino people want? Like, they don't have to do that. They're like, look, what do all white men want? Right. All white men want to be in charge. That's <laughs> so that's yeah. what we're going to do. We're going to do all the stuff that makes us be in charge, right? And and if, if we don't vote, if the rest of the people, if the rest of the diverse coalition that makes up America doesn't vote, they're always going to win because they have the majority. We just got to get bare minimum people out to vote. Yeah. But with Democrats, it's different. We are a big umbrella. There right. are people who disagree within the party, right? So yeah. our disagreement oftentimes is what shoots us in the foot um, in and of itself. And, and, and that's what we have to overcome. If we, if, if we pull this thing out next week, then we need to go up into Washington and guns blazing and changing everything yeah. uh, while we got the power. I got the power. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a jam right there. So, yes. so I'm um as I mentioned before, I started streaming on IG. You know, and this it was kind of a test, so I really yeah. didn't expect many people to come in. <laughs> but uh, and so I can't really show you the comments. But I have a young lady. She stepped in, um, and. She said uh, she didn't agree. She didn't feel like um, pushing the agenda into the mainstream. No need. No, we shouldn't push. We don't need to push in the mainstream. Uh, I feel like we definitely need to because you have to get it out there for people to see it. Um, yeah. I see uh, they don't. I was trying to read some. Give me one yeah. second. No yeah, that's my sister. That's my sister, Ronique. In the building, and then someone's nobody just came, just came in, and the uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that's my brother Kevin. He's, he's okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, let's see. 
he said, I don't I don't agree on the Congressional Black Caucus. Um, unfortunately, I hate with comments because, you know, they only can make a statement. <laughs> never, yeah. never so I was trying to see what this, you know, what the CIS organization, she, she said the Congressional Black Caucus ignored the CIS organization. I don't know what a CIS organization is. Right. But, oh, but this right. is the thing. I'm, I'm still there. I want to oh. be clear. I want to yeah. be clear. So as far as the first question, uh, getting into the mainstream, it would depend on what she's defining as mainstream. Right. If mainstream is showing influence and being able to talk to Congress, right. yeah, who else you going to get <laughs> to do right. stuff? Like, right. we, that's how we set up. So right. I think we have to do that. If she's talking about like people just picking and choosing what they want to run with as a platform, kind of like what people criticize Democrats doing now. Like you say what, what you want us to hear when you want us to vote. But then you leave. Well, that's the whole point of the super pad, right? Like, so we're we're saying we're not going to be partisan. We're just going to make our own platform of ideas that we're trying to get our agenda points, and that's what we fight for, right? Yeah. And everybody knows that going into the election season. Right. So that that's that. And then as far as not trusting the Congressional Black Caucus, uh, I'm not here to say that all the members of the Congressional Black Caucus are the most forward thinking. Right. progressive people in the world. Right. But what I am here to say is Washington as an institution is already established. Right. right? Yeah, right. So what are y'all asking for? Are you, are you asking to destroy the Constitution as it is and start over like they're doing in Chile? Or right. are you asking to use the tools that you have and play That's the game? Right and my thing is this game has been around. I don't yeah. really have an issue with the game itself if it were equitable right. and fair for everybody. But right. the problem is we know that it's not. It was it, it was created out of inequity, right? right? So because of that, we are using tools of the master's house to dismantle the master's house. Mm-hmm. And that is going to take time, right? right. Um, I think back to, like, people forget how long that Dr. King was fighting these battles before the Civil Rights Act even came into existence. That didn't come until 64. Right. People thought they getting beat in 45. Right. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Like, like right. it takes time. But it's, it's two ways to do it. Either we're going to do it the diplomatic way and try to and try to see what we can get, or people just going to start doing their own thing and be revolutionary about it. And right. my thing is, you ain't going to like them either because right. whoever has the guns makes the rules at that point. Right? right. So my thing is, why do we why do we have to do that? Why can't we say, look, everybody, everybody in our culture has a skill, whether they acknowledge it or know it or not. Everybody has a skill and we bring something to the table and everybody's voice matters. It is not fair for a part one party or another to exploit our condition in order to get us to vote for them. It's it's equally not fair for another party to ignore that we even freaking exist. Right. Right. It's not fair. So instead of trying to cater to parties and candidates, let's set up our own stuff and build up our own super PAC that has money to do what it wants to do. If we want to run a candidate, great. If we want to throw our money behind one of the candidates that are already running because we think they're going to come through and they have a track record of coming through for us, great. But I also believe in, because I'm a lawyer, I believe in giving people an opportunity to mess up, right? So that's why I say, I I don't want to do anything that's just partisan. I want to do something to say, look, who want to help? Come to the table. Start building a track record. If I see a track record of trust, then we can vouch for you. If I don't see a track record of trust, then no, we're not going to vouch for you. Right. That's true. I I agree with that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, So she was just saying (laughs) she basically with the CBC, she was saying they are like a tool for the master's house Mm -hmm. and they don't stand on their own. I mean, what what I feel like Jay is saying, you know, they are part of the system. You know, they're one avenue to getting the the agenda pushed across because they're connected they have the ends they have the the, the negotiating power that that can make things happen Absolutely. granted yeah we we get our opportunity to the white house and we have connection with certain uh congressmen and house representatives but sometimes you have to be able to stretch to everybody you know be able to touch everybody and everybody's not going to agree you know granted once even when we have a solid reparation deal like yo this is solid they can see where the money comes from. We didn't figure out how all this will work, and yep. we can give it to eight trillion <laughs> uh, Black Americans right now. We just now we just got to convince not only the American people, our own people, and then those that are in Congress, every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll get, yeah. we got to get the majority to, yeah. to agree on what's about to happen. Um, 
and said, I can't agree with that, but it's not something ran by either party. But I mean, like she, like you, like Jay was saying, um, starting our own part, a super PAC. Uh, and, and I always think about um, what Claude Anderson says. He says, not have someone from the party run. He's saying, but nominate somebody that we put our money behind that we know will get the agenda done. You know, and like you said, if they ain't doing the job, then we're like, yo, we're pulling out. We're going with yeah. somebody else. You know, yeah. things like Absolutely. that. And and just while we talking about reparations, because this yes. gets under my skin, too. Uh, a lot of people talk about the impossibility of reparations. Right. But I want to be clear. Japanese people out of World War II got reparations. Right. Even slave masters after the slaves were freed, they got reparations for the slaves, right? Yes. So it's, let's not act like America don't have the money. They right. take money from you every year, right? right. They've right. been they stacking it and they got interest. And then look at the budget, like America's budget. How much do you think it takes to, to fly a tank to Afghanistan? I'm just curious. <laughs> yeah, right. How many people could you house for that same amount of money, right? right. Um, how, how much do they give to corporations? If you want to talk about welfare, right. corporations are getting corporate subsidies. That's like right. 60% of the budget. Right. So right. how, how if you're not going to cut the corporate subsidies and they get to eat well and they having, you know, golden parachutes and yacht right. parties and all this stuff with, <laughs> exactly. with the money, then how, how can you say, how can you say that we aren't entitled to it when we built it so that they could do it? Right. right. So right. I, all I'm saying is, you know, I, I get that this is new for people. This is this is bold revolutionary talk for some people. This is like, oh my God, I'm locking the doors because I want people to burn a cross in my yard. I get right. that, right? right? Maybe it's like, you're not supposed to be on the front line. I get right. that. Right. But at right. the end of the day, That's if somebody from yeah. our collective is successful right. in getting this pushed, and let's not act like we didn't already have a reparations panel, and we had great people on that panel. Right, I uh, remember. Coates, like right. we had great people, yes. Karen Bass, yes. Um, great people on that panel right. who opened the door to a study, right? right? And they were talking about different forms. It could be money. It right. could be um, uh, investment in black communities. Right. I'm for the money because I right. don't trust people to invest right. in black exactly. communities, right? Exactly. But I can understand that people can disagree. And if right. as a super PAC, if I'm outvoted, right. cool, right? <laughs> Whatever black people want. Right. Right. But I don't. What I don't want to do is for us to kick the can for for 400 more years. Because every year that passes is the year that you're you're diluting that stream anyway. Right, as right. more people, you have four kids. Now those kids, <laughs> think, yeah. all get, and it's going to get they, more and more. They impossible. just take care of us right after uh, Lincoln. Right after Lincoln, we would have been good. We would have nothing to discuss right now. Nothing. AD. <laughs> we here. Right. Do what you're supposed to do. From jump. Would have been good, just like you gave the slave back. Because if they would have waited for the slave masters, imagine now, like you got all these families you got to take care of. Oh, oh, and, and let me let me add this too. So it's not just black people, racism isn't just about slavery. Right. Racism is about not being able to purchase homes in the areas right. that generate income right. um and wealth. So white people, even if you were a average white person right. in the 1920s, right. and you bought a house and it was dirt cheap, it may not have been them before walls, right? right. You bought that house and you passed that to your kids. But right. guess what? Real estate prices for most of America, with the exception of 2008 to 2012, <laughs> real estate price is always going up. So that same house now is owned by great, great grandson. Yep. And it's like a $2.5 million right. house. Right. right. Yep. So my thing is, we weren't even allowed to purchase property in areas until 1968. Right. So in 1968, we go. And even then, it wasn't easy because now the HOA is coming like. We don't want black people here. We'll give you twenty thousand to not yep. be here. Yep. You're gonna stay anyway. We're gonna get some people to burn a cross in your yard. Right. We're gonna make it real uncomfortable. Right. So really, we talking about seventy eight, seventy nine before right. people right. really was like, okay. Right. And then when you move in, everybody move away. So what happened when the property value when everybody move away? It go down. All right. So so my whole thing is all right. America has proven over and over again that it doesn't want to do right by us. Right. It's proven that. Right. So at this point, if you don't want to be around me and my people, I get it. Pay me my money. Right. You go your yeah. way. We'll build our own stuff because we built Tulsa. We right. built Durham. We built Atlanta. We can build stuff. We'll right. build our own stuff. On top of that, one of the things that I've, I've been a part of now is one of my shows, Pan-Africana, we're trying to connect the diaspora yeah. across the world. And I don't know if y'all know, 
but black people in Africa got money, right? Black right. people in Africa are doing okay, right? Okay, okay. So my thing is, they like what we produce. They like okay. our music. They like our clothes, our style. Right. They like what we produce. They're producing their own stuff too. Why right. can't we come together and just have our own market? We don't even need Western society wow. to really build the way we want to build, but we do need capital, right? Right. right. So if my, my whole thing is, if we can get the capital that we need to set up, and it doesn't take much. I mean, I, we're old a lot, but it doesn't take much. Yeah. If we can get the capital set up, we can do it. The reason they don't want us having it has nothing to do with bankrupting the country. The reason they don't want us to have it is because if you know, if you are a kid growing up in Newark, New Jersey, right, and you in the hood, and you want to get out, right, right, guess guess what? You don't have to work at Popeyes no more. Right. 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 You don't have to pay them to go to college no more. Right. You don't have to rely on any of their systems anymore because you are financially free. Right. And when you are financially free, that doesn't just mean that you free. That means your kids free. Right. Your grandkids free. And right. That means that now you have capital to build and compete. Right. And that's right. what people don't want. We don't want you competing because right. if you got a choice between New Balances or Jordans, <laughs> what you picking? <laughs> right. Right. For sure. Right. Um, All right. But 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 uh, early retraction. Uh, we asked. Ronique brought up uh, C CIS. Oh yeah. Um, CIS just to de define that is the Center for Immigration Studies. Okay. So she just said, I just wanted to put that definition because we was like, oh, university, yes, CIS. I'm not sure what that. But I really thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. We all do. Yeah, we yeah, do. Definitely. We didn't, we didn't expect anybody. We weren't ready. Um, yeah. but thanks for coming through, Ronnie. And <laughs> appreciate you, Kev. Oh, and and you're right. I mean, you're right, Kevin. The back in the day, that you're right. They would have off some of us. Some of us mm -hmm. might not have made. They probably would have found some way to rob, but they would at least seal the deal. I mean, and I'm not saying I'm probably better now than then, but if they would have done it then, it would have been a sealed deal. And like I said, they would just kept whipping it back out. We paid that already. Yeah. <laughs> it's a receipt. We paid show the receipt. That. Yeah, show the receipt. Yeah, and, and you got to look at those situations too. The people who, like our ancestors are so amazing, man. The people who were able to escape slavery afterwards, right? right. When slavery ends, right. a lot of these people form their own communities. They carved off land that nobody wanted, swampy lands with alligators and snakes. Right. They cleared it off. They planted stuff. They built buildings. Tuskegee Institute, right? right. Built a freaking school that's still operational to this day, right? right? Our people did that. And we did that because we said, if we aren't going to be part of the American society, right. we can build our own society. Right. And what happened when we built Tulsa? What happened? Right. They were like, no, nah, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be driving nice cars and living lights like that. And right. I'm out here struggling. Right. I'm burning your stuff down. Right. 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 So, so that's that's what I mean when I say America has shown us over and over and over again right. that it, it's not about like people want to put out this image of us that we're lazy, despite the fact that we worked for 400 years. And right. then on top of that, I had to run from them for, for another hundred. Right? Right. Right. They were out there, we're lazy. But the issue is, you benefit if we're lazy. Right. Because we got to go to your company to work. We don't get the promotions we're supposed to get when we're supposed right. to get them. Right. We work until we die. Maybe we'll retire. Maybe we won't have no retirement saved up. Right. It's, it's, not, it's not right. And my whole thing is, I just want people to unplug from the machine. And we're not, you know, AD, the big thing for me that was really funny about the conversation was, we not even anywhere near a stage of presenting an agenda to anybody yet. No. Yeah. This is square one. Like right. this is crazy. We, we fighting already. We fighting already. <laughs> we fighting yeah. already. And 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 I want people to be prepared too. Class issues are real, right? So even people who look like you, yeah. like we said before, who are doing well, may not necessarily vibe with you. I'd want them to be part of the collective, right. but they may not have the urgency that somebody else will who's been living in generations and generations of poverty that is inescapable. Right. You know how many people put bills in their kids' names? Right. So by the time their kid get to be a teenager and start trying to build credit, you already got a negative 5,000 credit score. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's a problem. And so my whole thing is the only way that we're going to fix it altogether is for us to start taking steps in the right direction. Right. All we're doing right now is brainstorming yes, we're not right. we're not putting pen to paper yet Don't it's worry. 
and we already got people. Twenty twenty one, we're gonna have the agenda done. <laughs> I'm with it. Twenty twenty one, we're gonna get it done. And we're I'm gonna start it. pushing it. You're gonna be the, you're gonna be the front runner though. You gotta I gotta have you be the front runner. I got you. I I shout it out. We'll push it. Hey we'll man, it. I'm with it, man. Wherever y'all go, I go. That's yeah, it. I'm yeah. with it. I'm telling you, man, the next Supreme Court justice ain't never been behind the bench, but he can do it. Amy Coney Barrett. Uh, she said, yeah, she sucks. She sucks. Hey, uh, are, we, are, we, are we shutting it down? Yeah, but we appreciate you guys. Uh, okay. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, oh, and hanging in, in another edition of the Brothers Who yeah, Talk. For sure. And, and like I said before, uh, like I said at the top of the show, if you do not follow this brother yes. on Facebook, you gotta follow this brother right here, Jay Hamilton on Facebook. If you don't follow him, I'm gonna tell you to stand back, stand by, <laughs> contemplate life with 2.5, and then check out his podcast, uh, Pan Africana. Uh, right. the, the guys, they get down. They had Catchy on there the other week. Oh, mm-hmm. right. I, uh, I was like, oh, I love Catchy. Yeah, Catchy. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's I, I was it's funny. I want Jay to do instead of a post, do like a, a midday rant. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we really feel the passion in the, the yeah, midday cut rant. Wrong, buddy, cut your camera on. Like, I can do it. that. I can yeah. do that. It's not a problem. Yeah. I just want to put the disclaimer. But first of all, thank you all for having me. I, I always appreciate being on the show. Yeah. Put out disclaimer. Um, my stuff is extra black, like Cajun, black. right? <laughs> extra black. So if you're gonna read it, you know, and if you're not all the way comfortable, you're not all the way in a safe space. Right. Uh, you, you I'll partake. The way you look at you know, it. Get, get comfortable. Get somewhere safe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not saying. I feel like I'm not saying anything that's not true. Right. Um, and right. if if people have an issue with it, I'm fine with disagreement. I love my yeah. people. I'm not right about everything. Right. But what I will say is, I've been studying racism and white supremacy for a long time, <laughs> and I, I have found that it is very consistent. Right, right. And so, so, right. so we good. have to be unique about the ways that we want to address it. No doubt. Yeah. All right, my people, we appreciate you. Thanks for rocking with us. We will see you next week. Uh, remember to keep watching Brothers of Legacy every morning, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we will see you next Thursday, oh, Friday, Saturday. Thank you for watching and listening to the Brothers Who Talk. Brothers Who Talk. With Terry and A.D. Check us out again next week, where we bring you a steaming helping of common sense, laughs, and advice. We can be found on any podcasting platform, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're also on MileHighRadio.com, Saturdays at 12 Eastern. See you there.